Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me here today. This is our short and sweet episode of Magical Herb of the Week, where we pull an herbal card together and discuss its magic, discuss its folklore, some of its physical benefits, as well as some guidance to take with you, whether you have the herb on hand or not. So I sent an email back in March when I first started this podcast to my whole email list that I've had over the years, and I just said, this is my latest adventure, check it out. And someone just replied a couple days ago, and I wanted to read it just because it's so precious. And she said, hey, beautiful, I had this flag for a while to come back to because I wanted to message to let you know that I love your podcast and that you should be so proud of yourself for what you're creating. Much love and hope you are doing well. And I am sending that love right back. I really, really appreciate when you all send in feedback, when you're rating and reviewing the podcast. It helps me so much. And it helps me just to know because you don't get very much um, feedback and you don't get very much communication when it comes to a podcast unless someone actually reaches out to you. There's, it's not like a two-way street, you know what I mean? And as much as I try to make it that way and to be able to connect with you guys on Instagram and on my email and on just via text and things like that, um, it's it can be a little bit disheartening to do this because you're constantly pouring your heart out and trying to connect with others and hope that the message gets across. And it's so reassuring when people do tell me that the message is getting across. So I will continue to do this. And um, yeah, I guess I, I guess I should be more proud of myself than I am because this is really fun for me to do. So I don't feel like it's like this big project, but it really is. And it takes a lot of time. And I put a lot of my heart into everything that I do. But but with this podcast specifically, I put a lot of work into it and I put a lot of planning into it. So thank you so much for your feedback. All right, let's get into this reading. I asked you guys a while back if you like the card ASMR or if I should just do the shuffling without recording, and 100% of you guys said to keep the shuffling in. So let's just take a few deep breaths together. I'm going to stop talking so that you can center yourself so that I can center myself, and when I'm doing this, I'm just asking spirit what needs to be heard from the community and what guidance we need to remember because we have all this wisdom within ourselves, but some Sometimes it takes a card, sometimes it takes a reading and an herb to bring that wisdom out again and to remember. So when you're ready, let's just exhale out all of our breath. Take a deep breath in together and release. All right, we got Tulsi, which is wealth. So Tulsi is also known as holy basil, and it's not to be confused with the regular basil, like the kind of popular basil that we know. You can still use it while cooking. It just has a more peppery taste to it than than the basil that we know. Tulsi is frequently mentioned as one of the main pillars of herbal medicine in ancient Ayurvedic texts. Ayurveda is one of the oldest medicinal practices known to man. It comes from India and it's kind of like the sister science of yoga. So Ayurvedic texts dating back as far as 5000 BC, it's also known as the incomparable one, the queen of herbs and the mother medicine of nature. I would love to be called the queen of herbs. (laughs) In the ancient Vedic text, the Bhagavata Purana, which I 
don't think I'm saying that right, but I did have to do a little bit of research because I haven't heard of that text. I've only heard and studied the Bhagavad Gita, which is a very different text from the Bhagavata Purana. But the Queen of Herbs is noted in this text as the plant embodiment of Lakshmi, which is the wife of Vishnu, and it's known she is the goddess of wealth and generosity. I have a little statue of Lakshmi on my Venus slash Aphrodite altar in my bedroom, and it's like a hot pink statue, and I just, I love Lakshmi. I highly recommend looking into it. And you know what? Let me pull out my book really quick because I have a Hindu deity book and I want to read a little bit of Lakshmi since we're talking about her in this. I just had to pull this off my bookshelf but this is the little book of Hindu deities and this is what it says about Lakshmi. Beautiful Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth and happiness. When the gods were sent into exile, Lakshmi hid in the ocean of milk. It did wonders for her skin but it wasn't as fun as being with the gods. Then a great flood occurred covering all of the earth. The gods came out of hiding and set up a huge game of -of tug-of-war with the demons below, each pulling their side to stir up some waves and hopefully reveal some of the precious things that were lost under the milk. One of those precious things was Lakshmi, who was reborn with clear complexion during what became known as the churning of the ocean. When the gods saw Lakshmi emerge from the milk, they all fell in love with her. Shiva was the boldest and claimed her to be his wife, but Lakshmi didn't want him. She wanted to be with Vishnu. How do you turn down one of the oldest gods of India? Luckily, Lakshmi didn't have to. Shiva was already taken by Parvati as his wife, so Lakshmi became Vishnu's consort. She never was too far from his side and can often be found massaging his feet. Now that's love. When her hands are occupied rubbing her husband's tired toes, one of her forearms bestows gifts of prosperity, the others hold lotus flowers and the holy om symbol for well-being. Lakshmi is best known for good luck, but don't expect her to visit you at the slot machines. She has a really low tolerance for people who only desire her for money. It says that in Hindu mythology, Tulsi is regarded as a living gateway between heaven and earth and believed to be a manifestation of the divine within. Along trade routes from Asia to Europe, Christians used Tulsi in rituals and called it holy basil. Across cultures, Tulsi is regarded as a symbol of divinity and purity. So let's get into a little bit of its more physical benefits. In Ayurvedic formulas, it was known and has been known to treat intestinal gas, colds, flu, headaches, migraines, anxiety, as well as weakness, memory enhancement, premature aging, tumors, and much more. It also has this ability to enhance cerebral circulation and memory, so that means that it embodies the archetype of the planet Mercury, which is the great communicator. You know, when we have our Mercury retrogrades, that is what we're talking about, is the planet of communication. That is the planet that governs our conscious mind, perception, understanding, along with primarily the nervous system and respiratory system. Tulsi is also ruled by Mercury's polarity, which is the planet Jupiter, as it's an adaptogenic plant that increases longevity, immunity, while having a strong, auspicious nature known to boost spiritual abilities. So if you're struggling with any of these things, you can find an Ayurvedic company online or close by you if you are lucky. 
and they will have supplements or tinctures that have Tulsi in it. Um, just as always, make sure to use your discernment when you're choosing a company. Make sure you read their reviews and that it is a credible source. You are putting this inside of your body, so it is very, very important to actually know <laughs> where these things are coming from. If you have holy basil around you, if you're able to purchase it or you can grow it yourself or get some seeds, then that would be awesome as well because you can make your own tinctures and you can, you know, work with these things um, that help these these physical benefits, but as you're cooking, you can incorporate a little bit of magic within your cooking and it can help with adding more wealth, prosperity into your life, more luxury, beauty, connecting with the divine, and more of those esoteric things as well. So if you want to do a little bit of cooking witchcraft with it, then um, I think it would be a really cool plant to, to grow. So I'm going to look into that and see if it will grow here. <laughs> um, so let's get into a little bit more of its guidance and some things to take with you, whether you have the plant or not. The animal that is represented by this herb is the peacock. And I just want you to think about what the peacock represents for you. It says in here that it is the medicine of magic and beauty, and it reminds us that we are the living gateway of the greatest of mysteries. To me, it definitely symbolizes beauty and magic, but it also symbolizes this courage and this grace of just showing up with your true colors, with the whole damn rainbow behind you, and just being you and just showing that um, uniqueness and just and not being afraid to show your uniqueness. But with this herb and with this peacock medicine, it's really about being, and I love this visualization of being the gateway between our planet Earth and our very human bodies and our human lives and heaven and the divinity. And heaven doesn't have to be a Christian word. It can mean whatever you want it to. I like to call it God, universe, things like that. Um, but I love this idea that we are fully connected to the divine. We are part of it, but we are also part of planet earth. And it's this beautiful dance that we have. And I love this idea of it being that we are the gateway between them. We have the magic. We have the medicine of earth. We have the magic of the divine. And we're here to just dance through both of those. And sometimes it can be really challenging. Sometimes it can be extremely challenging to be a human and to realize like we are, you know, if you want to call yourself a star seed or you want to call yourself, you know, a spiritual being, whatever that looks like for you, this dance can be a little bit tricky sometimes because sometimes we can be a little bit too far into the spiritual realm where we forget that like we're here to draw those gifts from the divine and express them in human form. And then sometimes some days we're stuck in our human selves and we're stuck in like the muck of things and we feel very much uh, intensely about the human experience that we're having. And so this is just a beautiful reminder that we're here to just dance through it and we're human, but we're also spiritual and we have this wisdom um, and we're here to live. We're here to create and communicate from a place of wonder, from a place of innocence and impeccability rather than doubt and confusion. Don't be fooled by material possessions or the vanity often worshipped in the material world. Tune into deeper realities that abound around you. Be spontaneous and celebrate your temple just as you are. 
I hope that this herb is a reminder that you are worthy of all of the wealth and prosperity and beauty that you crave, that all of that is within you, and that you are just here to dance between the beautiful divine being that you are and the beautiful human that you are. All of it is incredible and all of it is spiritual, and we are just here to to dance and to create and be and live as fully as we can before our time is up. So thank you so much for having this discussion with me today. And I would love to discuss this further. If you would like, my Instagram is at Brooke Taylor Wellness. You can also email me as always, Brooke Taylor Wellness at Gmail. And I will see you all next week. Have a beautiful, lovely week.